Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up. Here's what's happening in Hollywood and the media biz. On Thursday, February 25th, 2021, where the drunk driving charges against Bruce Springsteen were dropped when the judge made the keen observation that blowing a .02 blood alcohol content is uh, just a bit under the uh, .08 legal minimum for a drunk driving citation in New Jersey. So a great use of everyone's time. Thanks, TMZ. Bruce was fined a very New Jersey $540 for taking a tequila shot in a closed area, according to the New York Times. And when asked by the judge how long he would need to uh, pay the fine, Bruce responded, I think I can pay that immediately, Your Honor. Ah, Jersey, never change. Now over to the movie biz. And we'll start off with David Fincher and Michael Fassbender. They're going to do a Netflix movie called The Killer, written by the screenwriter of Seven. That would be Andrew Kevin Walker. So it's a rom-com. Nice. Uh, No, according to The Hollywood Reporter, it's based on a graphic novel about an assassin who uh, begins to mentally crack as his uh, work gigs pile up. While Fincher usually takes quite a few years between projects, this one is slated to shoot this fall. Over in Ryan Gosling land, he's going to do an indie movie called The Actor, where Ryan will play, well, an actor who has to rebuild his life with a damaged memory after being left for dead in 1950s Ohio. That one's based on a book, according to Deadline, and will be directed by Duke Johnson, who did that uh, Charlie Kaufman animated movie, Anomalisa, a few years back. And Mr. Gosling will also be producing. And over in Spider-Man Land, the next movie in that series is going to be called No Way Home. Tom Holland is, of course, in the lead role, but just some other refreshers. It currently has a December release date at Sony. Alfred Molina and Jamie Foxx are both returning, and it'll also feature Benedict Cumberbatch as uh, Doctor Strange. And back at Netflix, they announced two other movie projects. The first up is a Halle Berry sci-fi movie. That one's called The Mothership. According to Deadline, she plays a wife whose husband vanishes from their farm. And one year later, she finds an extraterrestrial object under her house. Always the last place you look. And Netflix has also set America Ferrera for her feature directorial debut. It's called I Am Not Your Perfect Mexican Daughter and is based on a best-selling book, according to The Hollywood Reporter. That one centers on the daughter of Mexican immigrants who must hold her family together after the death of her sister. And just going to put this here, independent studio and sales agent Millennium has dropped out of that Brett Ratner-directed Millie Vanilli movie. Although in a statement, it says the project is still moving forward with, quote, uh, private equity investors, according to Variety. So take from that what you will. Over in the TV set... Just a bunch of quick items, really. Starting off at Showtime, where uh, Ray Donovan's going to get a movie, although no word on a timeline as of yet. Disney Plus has set June 11th as the premiere date for their new Marvel series, Loki, so uh, there's some summer viewing for you. Netflix has signed up comedian Ronnie Chang from The Daily Show for three specials, according to Variety. BET's streaming service, BET Plus, has signed up for yet uh, one more Tyler Perry show. This one is a strip club-based show called All the Queen's Men. And over at CNN, they renewed uh, Stanley Tucci's Searching for Italy for a second season next year. That's assuming, of course, that uh, Stanley Tucci can actually get into Italy at some point this year. Now over to the media biz. And we'll start off with all the information at Paramount+. Plus. First up, the price. It'll be 10 bucks a month for the ad-free version, which launches next Thursday, March 4th, here in the U.S. There's also going to be a $5 a month base version, which will have advertising, but that one's not going to launch until sometime in June. It'll also not have a live feed of CBS, nor is it going to have most additional live feeds for CBSN, and some live sports, TBD, will also only be on the $10 a month version. 
For the record, Paramount Plus will also launch in Latin America on March 4th, and the Canadian version of CBS All Access will also become Paramount Plus on March 4th, but they won't get the new content for a while. Even with the Paramount Plus launch, parent company Viacom is still not breaking out just how many subscribers CBS All Access has. All those subscribers will be Paramount Plus subscribers now, however many there are. The only number that Viacom is releasing is a combined CBS All Access and Showtime subscriber number. The two services have 19.2 million between them, so interpret that as you like. As for Showtime and their BET Plus streaming services, they're still being kept separate, so you'll have to pay an additional fee for that content. Although, if you subscribe to Paramount Plus, Viacom said they'll uh, cut you a deal. Uh, TBD. As for the new content, they announced a bunch of it. I put it all in the newsletter. Just go to thewakeup.substack.com. It would take me about four minutes to read it, so uh, just go scroll through it there as you like. Although, to note, all of it is in the future. There was nothing new announced that'll be on the platform next Thursday, so I think the only new content is going to be that uh, real-world New York City reunion show called Homecoming and that new uh, SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run. Though, once again, remember, you can catch that Paramount Pictures Coming to America sequel on Amazon Prime the day after the uh, Paramount Plus launch. And okay, fine, here's a quick laundry list of stuff that uh, will be coming to Paramount+. Plus. You'll have five new Inside Amy Schumer specials, a Beavis and Butthead movie, a weekly show with Trevor Noah, the final season of Younger will premiere on Paramount+, Plus later this year. They're looking to make Fatal Attraction, Love Story, The Italian Job, and a bunch of other library titles into TV shows at some point. Criminal Minds is coming back for one more season, and Paramount+, Plus will also have a Frasier reboot with Kelsey Grammer, but uh, no more details there. Anyway, there's a whole bunch of other stuff, just go to thewakeup.substack.com. And that link, as always, is right in the notes area for this episode, right there in your podcast app. Okay, otherwise, two quick notes in the media business. CNBC reports that AT&T is getting very close to a deal to uh, sell off a, quote, significant minority stake in its uh, DirecTV and Uverse satellite and cable TV business. The buyer looks to be private equity firm TPG for a price of about $15 billion, a number that's been rumored for months. But what's still not known is just how big that, quote, significant minority stake is. Just a reminder, AT&T paid $48.5 billion, plus about $20 billion in debt for DirecTV just seven years ago. And Facebook has now pledged to pay $1 billion over a three-year period to uh, news organizations for their content. How novel. And just a reminder there, Facebook made $11 billion in profit in just the last three months of 2020. Over in the trailer house, we have three new additions, two kind of throwbacks, and one return of an animated series. And we'll start there. That would be uh, Hulu's Solar Opposites, which uh, gave us a trailer for season two. Those eight episodes drop on Friday, March 26th on Hulu. Also at Hulu, they gave us a trailer for their documentary called Kid 90 from Salil Moon Fry. And if you grew up in the 90s, you now have plans on Friday, March 12th. It's basically all of her home movie footage from back in the 90s hanging out with all of her uh, teen actor friends. You've got DiCaprio, you've got Kevin Connolly, Brian Austin Green, River Phoenix, and the uh, trailer's really great. So be sure to check that out in the newsletter. Oh, and the final one is a uh, series version of The Mighty Ducks. This one's called Game Changers and premieres on Disney Plus Friday, March 26th. Emilio Estevez is returning and Lauren Graham has a leading role as well. And in today's programming notes, uh, just one. And we're back to Salil Moon Fry. As the reboot of Punky Brewster hits Peacock Premium today, you can catch all 10 new episodes and watch all episodes of the original as well. Just go to your favorite Peacock viewing platform of choice. And we'll uh, play me off today with some Carly Pierce, who has kind of a fun country song that's uh, starting to take off. 
This one's called Next Girl. And again, links to the song, the trailers, and all that upcoming Paramount Plus programming is in the newsletter. Just go to thewakeup.substack.com. And while you're there, sign up for it. I mean, you're already there. That'll be in your inbox by 8.30 every morning, uh, New York City time. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. I bet you a little